everyone. I'm Lauren MacGyver. And I'm Teresa Roca. And this is Teen Mom Time. We're here to fill you in on all the fight. Why are you so white trash? All the custody battles. Corey's trying to take our kids from All the romance drama. Getting divorced, period. And so much more. Hi, hi. You're both high. I'm just trying to be a good person and a good moment adult. On this week's episode, we will be discussing everything Javi and Lauren, Farrah drug accusations, plus Kale and Leah went to the VMAs wearing very bizarre outfits. Teresa, how are you? I'm very good. How are you? I'm good. I'm doing great. Are you having fun? (laughs) I am not having fun. So I became a blonde. Lauren joined the Blondes Club. The Blonde Club. All we need now is Sam to join. Yeah, Sam needs to be a blonde now. Gina's a blonde. She's not here today, but... Everyone's a blonde. Everyone's a blonde. You have to be blonde. I just want to say I started the train. Yes, you did. <laughs> you were the first to, well, I mean, Gina, because. She's a real blonde. Yeah. Is she a real blonde or is she a fake blonde? I think she's a real blonde. Mm. But, but yeah, so I joined the club. It was very sudden. Last week I just called and I was like, I'm just going to do it. Went to Victoria Caputo. She does hair. She did a great job. For people who don't know who she is, she is the Long Island Medium's daughter. Yes. So she works at a salon near me. Caputo. Yes. So I just called and I made the appointment. It was just like, this is it. I'm just, there's no turning back. And when I was driving there, I kept looking in the mirror and I was like, oh my God, I'm actually doing this. I'm actually going to be blonde. And yeah, she did a great job. I'm so happy with it. I love it. You're a good blonde because you're light-skinned. You have like freckles. Yeah. What's your nationality? Irish. Really? Yeah. I don't know why I didn't know that. MacGyver? MacGyver. With the last name like MacGyver? Yeah. (laughs) But I feel like you have a good skin tone for blonde hair. I feel like some people, like, I think Kim Kardashian is gorgeous. She can pull it off. But a lot of people can pull it off. And I think you pull it off so well. I was kind of nervous about that. I was like, you know, I'm a little pale, so I wasn't sure how I was going to look. But You were scared it wasn't like wash you out? Yeah. She was like, no, you got a great complexion for it. I think that if you went with, like, a platinum, that would have washed you out. Yeah. Like a whiter. Like mine, I dyed my hair Friday again. I do like toner and yeah. I, I got it more ashy. Can you see it now better? Yeah. It's like down. Yeah, I could see it now. And I feel like if you had like very, very ashy, it, would, it wouldn't it would go good. It would yeah. wash you out. So I feel like this color is perfect. No, she nailed it. Keep this color when you get the toner again. Yeah, I guess in a couple of months. Yeah. I have, I've been reading up. I'm like how to maintain blonde hair. I need purple shampoo recommendations, get, tips. Get, so I was doing Redken. Okay, that's what Victoria recommended. Yes, but then everyone told me Fanola. Okay. And I was told Kristen S. from Target. Lauren Conrad uses that brand. I don't know, but everyone told me Fanola, and I was like, I'm just going to stick to Redken. Then my hairdresser was like, no, Fanola is the best. It has the most pigment. So I went with that. But I think everyone's different. So I I really liked Redken. I think Redken worked great for me. Okay. But do what you want. I know. I've been researching <laughs> so many tips and tricks. And, and don't use the purple shampoo anytime soon. I think you have to wait a few weeks. Yeah. Because if I think you she, do it now, it's going to turn purple your hair. Yeah. I think she said wait like two weeks Yeah. Maybe, maybe two washes, I'd say. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's like a full-time job being a blonde. I'm trying to have fun. I'm trying to maintain it. I'm, you know, trying to balance it all. It's just, it's very overwhelming. Blonde girl summer. Yes. Blonde girl summer <laughs> and blonde girl fall. But yeah, I'm excited to be a blonde. If you have any tips, send them to me because I want to make sure it looks perfect at all times. So we're a lot of pressure. Also part of the blonde club, we have Leah Messer. Yes. Kay and Larry. Yeah. Who else? Well, Chelsea was blonde for Chelsea was blonde for a little bit. Yeah. Amber has Amber sometimes has blonde. Sometimes. 
Yeah. Macy had blonde at one point. We've all yeah. gone blonde. We've all gone blonde. It's Has a Janelle. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, the Jan- box <laughs> box blonde. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They all have. I mean, even Chelsea's was like, Ugh, like. I think Chelsea had the same issue. It was just too light of a blonde. Yeah. And she was like orange at the time. Yeah, she was orange. Yeah. <laughs> like literally. Yeah. But yeah, I guess it's a team mom trend. So now Sam, our producer, needs to get on it. He needs to be blonde, hopefully by next week. You know, you never know. We'll see. Wait, hold but- on, hold on. He's mouthing something to me. What did you just say? <laughs> oh, he's done it before. Oh, my God. So he's been like, a blonde. <laughs> like frosted tips. Yeah. Okay. yeah. In sync style. Yes. All right. We need to bring that back, Sam. Because We need a photo. Yeah. We need a photo. We need to bring that back. Find us a photo. But so enough about our blondness. Enough. Yeah. We have a lot to discuss. Okay. So let's get into the Team Mom top three. Our girl Farah. We haven't really talked about her in a while. We kind of, you know, she's been laying low a little bit. But so she, I guess, is trying to launch maybe a YouTube career. She was fired from Team Mom OG in late 2017. She's been doing some photo shoots. I think she worked with like Pretty Little Thing. And yeah, she's been like naked a lot. But so she is trying to launch maybe a new YouTube series. It's a comedy. It's a docu-comedy. Okay. I did not laugh. So I didn't think it it was a comedy. So at first... I thought it was like maybe like she was doing like a parody. Okay. But I don't think it was a parody. Yeah, I don't think so. Because it wasn't so. funny. Yeah. And it was very true to her life. <laughs> yeah. The way she bashed Sophia was just really questionable. What was up with the music in the background? A lot of people are like, did Sophia edit this? You need to fire your editor. But I wouldn't be shocked if Farrah just did it herself because it was she just did. so bad. Okay. I, so it's called The Goddess. Sorry. The Domestic Goddess Tour. Interesting. So can I read some quotes? Yes, please. Okay. She started off the comedy skit by slamming excuse makers, saying, I don't raise them. Also, I just also want to say before I continue, um, she not only appeared to be, I don't want to make any allegations, but I will just say commenters accused her of being on drugs. Yes. Um, And she did have trouble pronouncing many words. Yeah, she rambled on a lot. She seemed scatterbrained. Yeah. So just, you know. So keep that in mind keep when, that Tree- in mind when, when reading, Teresa's yeah. reading the quotes. Yeah. <laughs> Farrah didn't sound like this. <laughs> no. I don't want them in my life. I can't stand them. I've come to realize I just really don't like manipulation. People wasting my time. People being annoying. When your kid does it to you, I'm almost to the point of like, I'm going to go on a tirade because I'm not going to allow my daughter to think she can manipulate me. My family did it to me, my parents did it to me, and now my child. You could only handle so much before I effing crack. Ooh. She continued, basically I'm like, here is a list of things to do all day so you don't bother me and just do them. Great parenting. Yeah, that's amazing. Just, you know, leave your kid to do her own thing. Like, And this kind of explains why she has all these videos up, Sophia. Yeah. Oh, poor Sophia. By the end of the day, I have all these organized excuses of why I couldn't upload a video, why I wouldn't record a video. The Wi-Fi went off. I tried the password and the password isn't working. I am not taking excuses anymore. She then said that her mother, Deborah, called her while she was getting a wax. She gave the phone to Sophia and Sophia had mentioned that she would like to go to an ice cream store if Farah allows her to. Farah then said, it's the cycle of manipulation with the people who taught her manipulation. It's freaking sad. I'm not into excuse makers anymore. So is she not into her daughter? Yeah, right. Is she done with her daughter? 
So Shen explains that she's no longer in therapy, which probably explains his rant. Yes. So some of the comments, one of them says, stay off of drugs, kids and people. This chick has totally lost it. Another one said, just say no to drugs. Am I the only one who is completely confused? What the F is she even saying? Dear God, don't do drugs. Yeah, a lot of comments said that. A lot of comments were saying 11 minutes that I'll never get back. What was she saying? She was just rambling. And it, yeah, it was alarming. And a lot of people actually mentioned CPS in the comments. Yes, yes. And they were saying, you know, they were concerned for Sophia's safety. If this is, you know, Farrah's state, you know, not saying that we know if she was on anything and we're not making any accusations. But a lot of people were saying, like, if this is Farrah, you know, we have to be concerned for Sophia. Yeah. So I reached out to her rep. Uh, well, I reached out to Farrah through her rep because I'm either blocked or she changed her number. Yeah. Um, <laughs> probably blocked. Probably blocked. Um, her rep said, I know Farrah very well. I know for a fact she isn't drunk or under the influence. Okay. A few things I would like to explain that I did mention in my Raider article if you guys want to check it out. Um, she said that, well, when she did the, when there was the Oscars in February, she did that video where she yes. was singing Queen's We Are the Champions. Oh my God, And yes. she seemed intoxicated. Yeah. Sophia was with her and she looked mortified. Um, do you remember? Yeah. They were both I, in the bell dresses. Yes, I remember that. I'm also thinking back to when Farrah was on Face the Truth. Yeah, I was going to say that too. Yeah, with Vivica Fox. Um, they made her take a drug test because Deb accused her of being on drugs. Yeah, Deb said she has a real, she has mood swings, which we've all yeah. seen. Yeah. She tested positive for barbiturates. Yes, and Bauer claimed it was rigged. Yeah, she like really denied it. Yeah, she was not happy. Vivica A. Fox was actually just on Watch What Happens Live not too long ago mm-hmm. talking about it. Really? Saying how crazy Farrah was backstage and how it wasn't rigged and people were like, why? And she was saying like, why don't you just accept it? Like it wasn't, you know, bad. They were just, they said to her on the show, like she could have taken a certain medication that it was in, like food, like it could have been anything. Well, that's the thing. That's what they said. They were like, if your doctors are prescribing something to you, like. Yeah, let us know. Yeah, it's not like they said that were, I mean, I I don't really know anything about barbiturates. I don't either. Can, I don't know if that can be in, like, an anti-anxiety. I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea anything about it. I remember when they said that, I was like, I have no idea what this is. But it's just, I mean, she's been accused of drugs by also her co-stars, family, fans. Like, this isn't the first time that Farrah posted something that's very alarming. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, Sophia's on the internet, too, and I wonder if she's watching this. I just feel bad for Sophia because, I mean— I couldn't imagine my mom literally slamming me for 11 minutes about how I'm a manipulator. Does she even know what that word means? Probably not. (laughs) She's 10. She's 10. That's the thing. Like, now they're in Venice. They're at the film festival. Yeah. And I was just looking at those photos. Like, Sophia had, like, a full face of makeup on, like, dark lipstick. And I'm, like, thinking back to when I was 10, like, rolling in the mud outside. And Sophia's, you know, in Venice at a film festival. Like, it's just... It's sad. I, you know, a lot of people mention this. They're concerned that Sophia's not being a kid and she's not like having a normal childhood. She's being dragged to Fiji, you know, to like everywhere. So it it's makes, sad. And it makes me sad because I feel like when Farrah was on Teen Mom, it's producers, like, like they need for Sophia to be filmed, she needed to get a certain amount of school hours. Yeah. And I feel like Teen Mom was doing a good job of making sure she gets those school hours in. Now, who's really there? 
to make sure this girl is getting, I mean, obviously yeah. she's not in school. I think that's easy for all of us to say. Yeah, she's, she's definitely probably, not. Is she getting homeschooled? I mean, I've been following all of her lawsuits and there's no address for her. She yeah. uses her dad's address. So how are they even going to be able to track her down and be like, hey, is this kid in school? Yeah, exactly. There's no there's no home. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really sad. You know, Sophia's 10. They're getting older now. They can hear. I mean, I don't know if Sophia really has friends her age, but people talk. Like, we see it on the show. I think, you know, Macy has mentioned how, like, Bentley should know things because kids at school talk. Leah, they mentioned with social media. They're like, yeah, like, you know, kids talk about the show. So Sophia is old enough to understand, but it's just, it's really sad to see. I agree. So let's go into our second topic this week. Really exciting. My favorite topic because we get to play Fashion Police. Yes, our favorite. Love being the Fashion Police. So Teen Mom BFFs Leah and Kale attended the VMAs on Monday. And Kale's outfit and Leah's outfit, there were a lot of comments about them. Yes. Um, Kale is kind of known for her outrageous VMA looks. Yes. She always wears something that's really questionable to the VMAs. Let's do like a little backtrack. So she had yes. worn the black dress when she attended the ceremony with Joe Rivera. Joe, her ex. Her and ex. If I was V. Oh <laughs> my God. If I was V, the whole world would have known that I was angry. But the thing is, like, I don't think I would have been angry if I was V. Do you know why? Why? Because it wasn't good. Like, it's not like she, like, listen, I'm all for the plunge. I mean, go on my Instagram. Yeah. The plunge is always there, okay? (laughs) The plunge is always there. But it was just, like, no support. Her boobs are, like, literally down to her belly button. Yes. Like, and I understand, like, like, do the tape trick that Kim Kardashian taught us. Yes. Do the, um, what's that bra? The stinky vaunt bra. Yes, anything. Stinky vault, whatever it is. Yeah, do the... Do the tape. The tape. You know, Kim taught us a lesson for a reason. We have to utilize it. Yeah. Yeah. But now also there's like sticky things for that. Like you don't have to go like to duct tape. Yeah. I mean, the duct tape sounds painful, but, but yeah, so she wore that black dress. And then do you remember that um, red cropped lace and she like didn't wear anything underneath and her nipples were just out? And you saw her nipple ring? Yes. And then she had the short curled hair that was not brushed through. And I remember we discussed this. So I, okay. This was my thing with that look. I liked the look. I liked I liked the idea of the look. Yeah. The hair would have looked amazing had it been combed out. Yeah. The lipstick, I loved the lipstick. I liked the top with the nipple showing. It's the VMAs. Yeah. And I think it fit the vibe. I didn't like the it was like gaucho pants, wasn't it? Or they yeah. were just like not tight. Yeah. They should have been Google. like I think Tight leather pants would have looked amazing with that top. Because also, I mean, she has, like, a great body. She's very curvy. Like, it would have rocked in leather pants. But I wasn't crazy about the hair. The hair just, like, drove me insane. It just needed a quick run. I don't understand who her person was. Just a quick. Just a quick brush with your fingers. Just brush it out. You don't even need a comb. Yeah, you don't even need a comb. Just do it in the car. Um, I think also with the makeup. I do like the red lipstick. I remember. I think it would have looked better with a gloss. Um, and also, she needed bronzer. I remember her being really pale. She was very pale. I'm getting, I'm pulling up photos. Yeah, she was very pale. And I'm like, a spray tan would have been perfect. And the whole outfit would have just came together with a spray tan, contour. 
I can't get a whole photo. It's loading, but this is a close up. Yeah. See, it's the hair. The, I don't understand. I don't understand it. That's like the first time I ever curled my hair. Like yeah, that's how yeah, it looks. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's just I don't know. And I'm trying to think what other outfits she has had at the VMAs. I'm trying to think of other times. Was that the only times she attended those two? Those are the only ones I can remember, but I'm Googling it now. I just yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, this one was my favorite look. Yes. This is my favorite. This was last year. This is last year. Yes. Last year, guys, she wore— Her best look. Her best look. The only— At the VMAs. The only thing is, I again, I feel like she wore the same pants as she did. Yeah. Are those the same pants? The <laughs> only thing is, wear tight leather pants, Kale. Yeah. And I think bigger curls. Like, like, um— you like the curls? Yeah, I kind of like those curls. I think it looks doesn't look like a perm. Yeah, but I think maybe that's the look she was going for. Okay. I, don't, I do like it. I think it would have also looked great with the bigger curls, mm-hmm. especially with her hair length and that color is great on her. But again, she needs the tight pants. She has like the long legs for it. So she could work the tight pants. Kale, show off your figure. It is so beautiful. Yeah, that's what she needs to do. But I loved that top. That top was perfect for the VMAs. Her makeup looked great. So, yeah, I mean, she's definitely had some disappointing. I think it's the same pants. Yeah, I think it's the same pants. Maybe those are her VMA pants. <laughs> but not this year. They are tight, though. Yeah. I think they're loose at the bottom, and that's throwing me off. Yeah, that's throwing me off. I think it would have been great as a straight leg. But this year, she wore um, jeans. N- nothing against jeans. but Pull it, Pulling up the photo. <laughs> yeah, so she wore jeans, a Black bra. A, it wasn't even a bandeau. It was a bra. It's legit a bra. Because look, you can see. Like the shininess. The little bow. Yeah, that's like a legit bra. The bra bow. <laughs> yes, the bra bow. And then she wore a Fendi jacket. Mm-hmm. Um, the heels. Does she have tights on? I, I think that's that the shoe. I think that's part of the shoe. It just doesn't go with those loose jeans. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, the shoe is just, ugh. It, it's not her best. One to ten, what are you giving Kale? Oh, a one to ten. I would give her, like, a 3.3. Okay. Yeah, I just, I I mean, I like to look just not for the VMAs. Like, if she was going out with friends at a mm-hmm. bar, well, I mean, put a shirt on. Or put, put, something, put something else on, like... You could show off your stomach just not in an actual bra. Like, get a bralette. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's what their bralettes are for. Yeah. So you could wear that, like, bra look out. Mm -hmm. I like the whole look that she's going, like, the rocker chic, you know, vibe. Wear it out. Maybe for an after party. Okay. Not for the red carpet. Okay. This is my thing about Kale's look. I like it. Okay. But once again, like every other look, it was not executed well. Yeah. So I've done this before. Where if you, Do you remember my look for the Post Malone concert? Yes. I had an oversized jacket, and I wore it the way she wore her Fendi jacket. Yeah. I think the look is really cool. I love the Fendi jacket. I love the way she's wearing it. Yeah, I love that jacket. I think that instead of it, I don't like when people wear actual bras. Yeah. I think that they make so many bandos and so yeah. many, like, lingerie-looking bras that are bandos. Yeah. That she could have done something like she did last year. Yes. Or just a plain bandeau. I don't like the jeans with the black and the brown. I think she should have done either black jeans or, again, leather jeans. Yeah. So I think if she did 
the black leather or black jeans and then a bandeau instead of a bra, I think the look would have been perfect. Yeah. I like the hair a lot. I yeah, like, the hair and makeup's good. Yeah. I give her a five and a half. Okay. Maybe a six. Yeah. Sam, what do you give her? Yeah, six. six. No, it's just not for a red carpet. Okay. I have nothing against the pieces. See, I like it for a red carpet because I think it's cool. Just, I don't know. It's it's just weird because, okay, so. It's the VMAs. Yes, but then it's like the VMAs is very weird because people wear that. Or they wear. Or they wear like. A sparkly. The, yeah, like long dress. And it's just like, what? Like, it's just, it's a very mixed red carpet Mm -hmm. and it's like you either got to be like really cool and calm and laid back or fancy I don't know it's just it's very weird but let's get into Leah so Leah has attended I think only that one time where she had that oversized beige sparkly dress yes and she went with like her her no she went with like her producer friend okay not producer um hair and makeup friend Mm -hmm. with the glasses and it was like it wasn't down to the floor it was like maybe like below her knee it was like it was really big. Yeah, it was big. Well, her hair and makeup looked amazing, and I think he did it. Like her face, like looks great, and it's so disappointing because those photos are only on a certain site that we don't use anymore. So I can never use those photos again. I'm like, that's your hair and makeup looked incredible. I think that was the year she went with Brianna when they were getting ready. Yes, that's big. Even like her tan looks great. Her hair looks I great. I think the dress is way too big. Yeah. Let me see. Um, I, I think I just don't like the length of it. I think for the VMAs, it should yeah. have either. I think it should have either been down to her feet or right up below her knee. I yeah. like the length of it. Yeah, I think above the knee would have been great. Leah's shorts like me. Yeah, and you can't really wear this. Um, it's yeah. hard to pull that off. Yeah, but it's a nice design. Like I like the vibe, like the silver yeah, vibe for the VMAs. So I think this was what 2017, because that's when she went with. No idea. Um, Brianna, and that's when, like, the whole Brianna and Javi scene was filmed. But, yeah, so I think that was really the only other time that she went. Mm-hmm. But this year, so she wore also jeans. And then, I'm trying to see, let me pull it up. So she went jeans, darker jeans than Kale. She has, looks like a pink bralette, and then a shirt over it that's, like, sheer, and it looks like it has... Pearls? Yeah, it looks like pearls. Um, I don't like things like that. It like scares me. I don't like weird <laughs> bump. No, it's so weird. Sorry, it's funny. I know. No, those things like scare me. Like I could never wear that shirt and like go out and feel comfortable. Just knowing like those bumps are just like on my arm. But yeah, um, it looked like <laughs> it. So for her hair, it's um, I love the length, but it just looks like it. She got caught in the rain. <laughs> It looks like when you straighten your hair and then it rains. And then it rains. You have the, the, the random curly pieces. Yes, like those two pieces that drive you insane. Yeah. It looks like she got caught in the rain. I think her makeup's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, she did a great job contouring, the blush, the eyeshadow. Looks great. Um, also, she looks great in the crop top. She could pull it off. I just don't understand this cover-up thing that she's wearing. I just can't get past the bumps. It scares me. And the shoes. Where do we go with the shoes? Okay, do you remember the Sex in the City episode? Yes. Those are the shoes in the Sex in the City episode. Yeah. Um, it's just, I don't know. I just, I'm not, I, they're cute. I just don't think it goes with the outfit. All right, what number are you giving? For Leah, I would give, um, hmm, 
I would give her a 5.1. I cannot believe that you're giving Leah a 5.1. I give Leah a 2. Really? Yes, and I'll tell you why. Okay, go. The hair. I already said why with the hair. No, thank you. Um, I just, this look is not, I just don't think this look is cool. I mean, you're at the VMAs and you're literally wearing a bubblegum pink top with a cover-up with fake pearls on it. It's just not cool, not fashion forward. It's not cool. The shoes looks like they're lingerie. They're shoes you get in a lingerie store. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's like a Halloween costume. It's a Halloween shoe when you're a princess when you're five. <laughs> that is very true. And I don't like the color of the jeans. Yeah. I think it's really bad. I think Kale really, I, I really think Kale is the six. She's a two with the outfits. Okay. And that's all I have to say. Mic drop. <laughs> but, I mean, so they had a good time at the VMAs. It looks like, you know, they're. it's nice to see that they're best friends. And it's nice to see that friendships can come from the series. Um, it looks like they had a great time. They partied. Do you think Chelsea Hauska feels left out? Because I feel like it was the three of them. And then these two kind of went off. Yes. Um, I don't know if she feels left out because she's, you know, just living her farm mom life. And also, she's not really into this. She's never really been to the, yeah, she's never been to the VMAs, never been to the movie awards. So I don't think she feels left out um, of these events. Maybe like she wishes like she could have these memories because even they go on vacation together, they all their kids hang out, which is awesome. So maybe she feels left out in that department. Like, oh, I wish I was creating memories like all of us, all of our kids are growing up because technically they grew up together too, like from 16 to now for the last 10 years. But I think she wouldn't want to go to the VMAs. She would, like, have a panic attack. And, <laughs> yeah, so. Okay, I get it. Yeah, but overall, looks like the ladies had a great time. We'll, I guess, look forward to the MTV Movie Awards because they don't miss out on an award show. So let's get into the third biggest story of the week. David Eason's ex and his first baby mama or a second? Um, I think second. Yeah, because yeah, is like, 11. Yeah, yeah 11. Uh, Marissa's the oldest, and then this is Caden's mom, Olivia. So she posted a GoFundMe page that has caused a lot of drama between Janelle, David, and her. A lot of fans reacted, and a lot of fans were actually supporting her. So what is going on with that? Okay, so I'm sure a lot of you guys know Caden. He's in a lot of—not in a lot. He's in various photos on Janelle's Instagram. There was— Olivia has been fighting for David to not have Caden. Um, as we remember, there was a protective order filed against David yeah. um, because she claimed that he was abusive during their relationship, I think, when she was pregnant. Um, so that was in effect for a while. Um, it was then dropped and he was able to get Caden. Um, I know that... Olivia had claimed he wasn't allowed to post photos of Caden on social media, which they did. It doesn't seem like he's had Caden in a while, especially with all the CPS drama. It doesn't even seem that Caden's case was even discussed during the CPS trial. Yeah. Um, so Olivia posted, helping this mommy to protect Caden. She's asking for $5,000, and she's already raised almost 4000 Oh, wow. Um, so basically she says, for the past five years, I've been in a custody battle to protect my child from harm's way. She said that she spent nearly $50,000 on attorney fees to keep the case going. Um, she's struggling to pay. She's a single mom of two. She has a daughter from a previous relationship. Um, she says that she does as much as she could to get her kids through daycare and to protect them. She doesn't have the means 
to do this alone financially anymore. Um, and she's asking for help. She said her son is persistent on not going to his dad's and doesn't even want to speak with him. She said that she is beyond worried. Her and her daughter's father have agreed to a court deal outside of the court system. Well, agreed to a custody deal outside the court system. We get along and he does his part as most fathers should. I am extremely fair and think about the children and their well-being. When it comes to Caden's father, I am sincerely concerned about my child being around someone who is extremely volatile. Domestic violence, including 911 calls, animal cruelty, in which case a dog was allegedly beaten and shot. And much more has happened at the Easton home. And a lot of people, yeah, are positive. Yeah, a lot of people are supporting it. I think when it comes to this, you know, she sees all of these comments concerned about the children in the home, which is Marissa, Kaiser, Ensley, Jace, who is Janelle's oldest son, is with her mom, Babs, and he's been with Babs since he was like a couple months old. So, you know, Olivia probably sees all this concern, all of these fans worried, saying like, save the kids, you know, what's the hashtag save Kaiser, you know, that's been going around for years. She probably sees this and thinks, you know, these these fans do care about these kids, you know, these fans can see something on TV. They could see something on social media. She's utilizing it. And Janelle and David have been bashing this, but it's like she's trying to do, she's just trying to get by. She's trying to protect her kid. And I think a lot of people support this because a lot of fans of the show possibly are parents. And they're, you know, sympathizing with her as a mother saying, you know, you're willing to do anything you can to protect your child. So why not just utilize this fan base and ask for help? You know, that, you know, it's not silly to just ask. If you don't ask, the answer is always no. So I think, you know, what she's doing, she's just trying to do what's best. Like, she knows a lot that has happened between her and David before David even got with Janelle, you know, that we didn't see. The only things we have seen is between David and Janelle on TV of all their fighting and screaming and all the CPS drama, the dog drama, you know, it's just so... I mean, kudos to her to, you know, just doing whatever she can. So in response, Janelle posted a really long Instagram. I'm still scrolling. Of course she did. I don't want to read the whole thing because probably excuses. Yeah, it's probably just made <laughs> up. Um, okay, so I'm just going to read the first paragraph and then we can all... Laugh. <laughs> laugh. Since 2015, David has always been a loving father. We've had arguments at times that went public and dealt with family issues, but through all of this, he has always been a great and stable father. When I met David, I couldn't believe how hard of a worker he truly was. He has no job. <laughs> he has no job. <laughs> and be able to be the first guy when is to take care of his daughter on his own. Not fair. I think Nathan's a good dad. but Yeah, I think Nathan's a good dad. She showed so much love towards her father and was by his side ever since. Mm, didn't mm. she? Uh, Radar exclusively reported that. <laughs> <laughs> mm, pretty Marissa sure. spoke against David and Janelle at the CPS trial. Yeah, but whatever. <laughs> okay, Janelle. She then explains how Marissa's mom was in, was in and out of her life. He got emotional when she asked about Caden. He explained to me that David and Olivia... Broke up due to her being unfaithful and abusive. Sorry, I'm not going to read sarcastically. Um, unfaithful and abusive towards David. Olivia le allegedly left marks on David's skin and would hang out with other men, would smoke weed. Just really a lot of allegations um, 
I don't even want to. I don't even know if I'm allowed to read these allegations because now they're all crazy. But yeah. she's basically making all these allegations against Olivia. Um, she ended. The, I'll read the last paragraph. Okay. I will not put Olivia down as a mother. You literally just did. You just did for like a million sentences, but okay. But I will say she is not a horrible friend, girlfriend, employee, or wife. You literally just said she cheated on him. Yeah. (laughs) Ugh. She is a... Janelle claims Olivia is an alcoholic, cheater, drug addict, scam artist, and spouse abuser. But she claimed that she allegedly put marks on David. Yeah. They are very concerned about Caden's situation, being in and out of a different home every two months, calling different men daddy, and all of this other stuff. Radar is not confirming any of these allegations. Yeah. They're all made from Janelle. Yeah. Now, Caden was with his mother for years. You know, David, after the whole allegation, like the whole um, restraining, was it a restraining order that they had? No contact order? It was like a, yeah, a no contact order. Okay, yeah. After that, you know, she took care of him. So it's, where you know, where are you pulling these allegations from? Like, you know nothing. What's it, what does everyone call Janelle? Like the, the, the Janelle? Yes. Like, she's just making this up, like, always. And then she's always complaining about something. And then she's like, oh, wait, you know, she's not abusive. Janelle, you literally just bashed her. Also, how does Janelle know these things? What, because David's telling you? That's, yeah. that's your... Evidence? Yeah. I mean, come on. We have evidence from David. We have the TV show evidence. We have the police reports. We have the 911 calls. We have him admitting to killing Nuggets. Yeah, exactly. And what do we have about Olivia? David's word? Yeah. And also (laughs) we have, you know, allegedly Kaiser telling Nathan things. Marissa telling the judge things. Yeah. So it's Ensley's unfortunately too young to speak, but I'm sure. Jace. She called, he called both Janelle and David pieces of beep, like (laughs) two babs. So we have these children saying these things, but Janelle's trusting David's word. LOL. I don't know. I mean, it's just a really sad situation. I am at least grateful that Caden seems to be in a stable environment. Um, And hopefully the judge will do what's best in the situation. Yeah. And I'm, I'm also guessing Olivia probably doesn't want him in the public eye. You know, he's so young. He doesn't want to be thrown into a storyline with Janelle and David. I wouldn't want my child on Team no. Mom if I was Olivia, to be honest. Yeah, I wouldn't either, especially on their storyline. Yeah. You know, if it was a storyline like Chelsea and Cole, okay. But not Janelle and David. Have there been Teen Mom kids on the show that are not children of a Teen Mom star? Or Well, Marissa. Was Marissa the first? Marissa. 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 Because I know Christina has a daughter from a previous relationship, but she's not allowed to be on the show. Yeah. She has an older daughter. So mm-hmm. whenever she posts something about three girls, everyone's like, what? Yeah. Yeah. She has an older daughter. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't think. I think that's it. I think it's just yeah. Marissa. Yeah. That's, you know, a kid, a step kid that's been brought in. Um, uh, Jason, uh, Leah's ex. Yeah. His son wasn't on the show. See, these parents don't want their kids on the show when there's no affiliate, you know, there's yeah. no reason. The, yeah, there's no reason. Like, no offense, Marissa, but there, you know, there wasn't really a reason for her to be on because just watching her is just depressing because we know what she's going through. That was just because David had full custody of her at the time. It's, yeah. How could you not have Marissa in the scenes, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, we will definitely stay updated with this and see, you know, 
how Olivia does and what happens and this whole ongoing feud. So let's get into T-Mom Truth or Tale. So last week we discussed a little bit about Lauren and Javi's situation. So we actually got a 911 call. I think it was, what, two weeks ago now, a week ago? So Javi was having a party at his house over the weekend. Saturday, August 17th. Okay, Saturday, August 17th. Um, Teresa's right on top of things. I love it. (laughs) So on the 17th, he was having a party. This is just a little, you know, refresher. If anyone, unfortunately, did not listen to last week's episode, (laughs) which you should to catch up. But so Javi was having people over from the gym. And then things escalated. The cops were called. Um, Some fighting happened. Then we saw Javi and Lauren unfollowed each other on social media on Instagram, and I think Facebook, too. Um, I'm trying to think of what else, all the clues that we got. Yeah. um, She deleted photos of them. Yeah. um, He called police to get his sister Lydia removed from the home because she wouldn't leave. Um, And then, so yeah, so that's kind of what we had last week. Um, So we were talking about the possibility of them breaking, you know, did they break up? Did they not? It kind of seemed like they were broken up last week. We were like, yeah. you know, they unfollow. I feel like in 2019, if you unfollow each mm-hmm. other, you're broken up. Yeah. So if you're deleting photos, you're broken up. So we were kind of like thinking, you know, I guess they called it quits. However, now it's, yeah, it's for sure. They're over. They ended their engagement. Um, so what has been happening within the last week? So Kale turned to Twitter and sparked cheating speculation when she said that Javi is accusing her of leaking... A story about him and his other girl, or his girl. Yeah, his girl. And I think in quotes, was it? Yeah. It was something where it was, like, not referring to Lauren. Yeah, because she always says Lauren on Twitter, like, whenever she's talking about her. So when we saw that, we were Mm -hmm. like, whoa. Mm -hmm. So I had actually been working with a source right before she tweeted all of this. A few sites then broke that he had cheated. Um, And a source exclusively told Radar that he had gym members and a few people over for a party on Saturday night. At some point, Lauren had went upstairs to go to bed. When she came back downstairs, she caught Javi and another woman naked in their home. The other people were still in the house in different rooms. Lauren then freaked out. Someone called Lydia to come over. She wouldn't leave. Probably maybe she wanted to take Eli or she kind of didn't want to leave until the situation was diffused. That's when Kavi called the police. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, crazy. That was a crazy week. Um, it was very, it's it's sad. You know, it's it's sad to see everything that went down. Um, but as Radar kept getting more and more information, it was just like, what? So, Radar, we chose not to release the girl's name just because she's not a public figure. She wasn't on the show. Just for privacy reasons. Yeah. Um, we did reveal, though, that she's a single mom and that she did interact with Javi over social media and she has been to CrossFit Killshot. Yeah. His gym. Yeah. So it was kind of just like a gym family pro- uh, party, it mm-hmm. seems. They're probably all friends. Um, yeah. So it seems like they're definitely over. Um, I think it was right after kind of everything came out, you know, Javi was posting videos with Lincoln. Mm-hmm. That he was spending time with him, which was definitely needed. Mm-hmm. Spend time with his son. Um, yeah, it's sad. It's very heartbreaking because 
Lauren and Javi just welcomed their first child together back in November. They had a son, Eli. They just got engaged back in June. I think maybe shortly before they were just in Mexico for a little bit, you know, spending time with other MTV stars, it seems. Um, Yeah, everything seemed to be going really, really well. But unfortunately, some things happen. It's sad. You know, I think a lot of people were rooting for Javi and Lauren together. We watched Javi go through a divorce with Kale. He was heartbroken. Like we saw all the scenes of him crying to his cousins, his brothers. So yeah, so he was heartbroken over that. So fans were happy to see him happy because they knew that's what he wanted, like a marriage and a family to come home to. So just like seeing fans like comments on Twitter and Instagram and all that, people are disappointed and upset. So I'm really frustrated about this story because we saw Javi, like, all he wanted was Kale to not always be with her friends, remember? Like, he felt like they weren't a family. Kale was so obsessed with her friendships at the time, and he just wanted to have family days. He just wanted to have family trips. Yeah. Kale was into Sterling and into, you know, these other people who weren't Javi, and all he wanted was his family, and then they divorced, and he's upset, and then... It seems like he was searching for this family. He wanted Brianna to move to Delaware. They broke up because that would never happen. She has her own family in Florida. Yeah. Then he found Lauren. And it's like you finally got everything that you've been wanting. And you accuse Kale of cheating on you. Yeah. And then you go ahead and you ruin your family and you cheat on Lauren. Supposedly, allegedly. Yeah. No, it's true. I think that's why a lot of people are in shock. They're like, this is what you— cried for for years and yeah when he was married to kale what were they like 19 20 i think when they got married wasn't Javi like 20 years old or something yeah so it's you know so we saw that crumble that Mm -hmm. marriage and now it's like he has been so focused on this family and that's also why he hasn't been filming because he's like i have everything like i have my gym now this has always been a dream of his to open a gym he has his family he has his boys things seem to be going well with kale Everything was kind of picture perfect, and people are kind of just, like, shaking their computers probably while reading our stories. Like, what? And for what? Like, for what? Yeah. Was it worth it? Yeah. Did you, did you read his apology? Yes. So I read the apology. Do you—I'll read the first part since the second part's about the sons. Okay. Do you want to read what Lauren said first? Yeah, so they were both staying silent on social media, and they also were not commenting on anything. But just four days ago, Lauren took to Instagram. She posted a gorgeous photo of her and Eli. It looks like they are possibly maybe in Maine, where her whole family is. But it reads, To be a mother of a son is one of the most important things you can do to change the world. Raise them to respect women. Raise them to stand up for others. Raise them to be kind. She... Turned off the comments for that because everyone kind of knew. I don't think you should have turned off the comments. I think you would have gotten a lot of support in those comments. Yeah. I Yeah, I definitely think she would have gotten a lot of support mm-hmm. if she left on the comments because everyone feels so bad. Because, I mean, if you think about it, she was living in South Carolina at the time. Yeah, Charleston. Yes. So she picked up and moved for Javi. Like, she changed everything. Even after he— kind of chose Brianna over you. Yeah. And you they, were the second choice. Yeah. Well, a lot of people were, I mean, a lot of people always call her the third choice because Kale was in the mix. Oh, yeah, that's true. So a lot of people say that. So it's, 
you know, to think of everything that she's been through with Javi, because when they were together, when they got back, Mm -hmm. that's when the whole Javi and Brianna stuff was airing. So it's like, imagine you're dating someone and they're dating someone else on television. And every Monday night they're on a date and they're talking about marriage and he's proposing. Meanwhile, you're dating them in real life, in real time. Like that had to be so difficult. And then also, do you remember the scene when he was with Brianna, I think after her surgery? And he said like, you know, if you're not going to move to Delaware, I have someone willing to. And everyone's like, so huh? you're kind of calling Lauren like a backup plan? Yeah. So it's like to think of everything this poor girl who was just thrown into the limelight has been through and then this happens. Like it's a lot of people support her because they think back to those things. So when Radar broke the story about him being called, caught naked with another girl, Brianna responded and she was yes. like, shake my head. You got this poor girl to move to Delaware. Yeah. How do you go and cheat on her? And now, I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't want to say she's like stuck in Delaware because that's like, that sounds more depressing. No, she's stuck in Delaware. I know she is, <laughs> but I feel like saying like she's stuck there is like depressing. You know? It is depressing. <laughs> she is, I'm sorry, hold on, hold on. This girl is, I've never, honestly, I've never seen, but this girl is very close with her family. Yeah, she does love her family, loves her nieces. It's, it's great. Like, I love it. She, her nieces were like her focal point. Like yeah. they were like. I th- you can tell she traveled to Maine. Would they live in Maine, the nieces? I think so, yeah. I mean, always was there to see her nieces. Yeah. This girl picked up and moved to Delaware where she has one friend, no family. Yeah. And now she can't move. Realistically, she can't move. She can't. I mean, she could, but it's going to, I don't think Javi's going to let her go without a fight. Like, it's going to be a core yeah. battle. Yeah. And it's going to have to be like Bristol and Levi, where it's like she's going to have to have him through the school year, and then he's going to go in the summer to live with Javi. And yeah. I don't think Javi's going to do that. Javi's going to want 50-50. Yeah, Javi will fight for his son. I, I, mean, I don't think he can do 50-50 long distance. Yeah, that would be, I don't know how far Maine is. Um, From Delaware? Yeah. Let me GPS it. Yeah, I have no idea. My, I mean, maybe like four hours away? I don't know. But Javi's going to fight for his son. We saw him fight for Lincoln um, like crazy after he divorced Kale. So yeah, he will definitely be fighting for Eli. But it's just, it's sad overall, you know. I mean, she's been working really hard. She does um, Airborne, I think it's called. Whatever that fitness brand is that does like teas and makeup and weight loss. She works with them. She does a couple partnerships. So she's been working at least for herself. Okay, so this is a rough estimate, but driving wise, Dover, Delaware to the I did the Maine Lobster Festival. Um, <laughs> Yum. <laughs> Ten hours. Ten hours driving. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I need to look at a map. I thought it was like four hours away. No, so this isn't going to be like Jersey and Delaware, where it's like a three-hour drive. Ten hours. That's a. Lo- you could go to North Carolina in ten hours. I think that is crazy. Wow, I did not know Maine was that far. Yeah, and it, Maine's Maine's kind of like Canada. Oh, my God. It really is. Guys. <laughs> Lauren and I need to retake I my need, geography. I need to look at a map more often. I don't look at maps. I don't look at maps. I just, like, put it in my phone and Surrey tells me where to go. I love how Lauren's like, I think it's, like, two hours away. Yeah. I'm like, I think it's, like, around the block. Like, maybe we're, like, neighbors. Trisa, just drive. It's five minutes. <laughs> we're, like, neighbors with me. Like, wow. Wow. I need to look at a map. Um, it's been a couple of years. Um, yeah. God, God bless my future kids. Wait, I'm going to have to teach them this stuff. <laughs> Wait, so say she wants to go back to Georgia. How long is that one? Not uh, North Carolina or South Carolina. Charleston. 
Charleston, yeah. South Carolina, guys. Again, yeah. again. It's still the, it's still in South Carolina. <laughs> I thought it was in Atlanta. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Dover and Charleston, nine hours. Actually, nine hours and fifty-two minutes. What? That makes sense because South Carolina drive from us is like. I don't even know. <laughs> Thank God for the internet. <laughs> wow. Us to Charleston, North Carolina is 12 hours and 54 minutes. Okay. I actually remember because I wanted to go see Casey Musgraves in South Carolina. Oh. And I think it was like an over 10-hour drive. Wow. I'm so no matter where she goes, yeah. it's going it, to be a long drive. She's, she's in Delaware. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But anyway, so I think the, whole, the show, you know, they're not filming for the show. So I wonder if they will film for the show now. Javi's like, definitely going to film from the show. Yeah. Film for the show. Film, yeah. What did I say? I have no idea, but that accent came out <laughs> real strong. <laughs> like, ooh, people had to like, whoa. Nice um, Staten Island accent. Yeah, it came out. Um, but yeah, so it'll be interesting to see if they film because Lauren was willing to film. At first she was like, no cameras. And then also it was like, okay. No, at first she was like, maybe. Yeah, so... It'll be interesting to see if they... Oh, wait, let me see his apology. Yeah, so back to the apology. I think that's where we originated from. And then also we're on <laughs> I don't know how we went Google on this Maps. Yeah, and then also we're on Google Maps. Okay, this apology. I have a lot of comments on this. Okay. Lauren, I'm sorry for my mistakes. I'm sorry I broke your heart. I'm sorry I disrespected you. Hmm. Thank God, I can't stand this. I'm sorry I took you for granted. I could say... Sorry for a million other things, but I'm sorry will never be enough. I hurt the one person that I love the most. I will do anything in my power to become a better man, and hopefully one day you can forgive me. I'll do anything to have you home. And then he um, goes on to apologize to his sons for failing as a father and a failing to show them how a man should be. That part really broke my heart. I think the son part um, and acknowledging that he failed as a male example for them, especially Lincoln. I mean, no matter what, Eli's going to see this one day and, you know, read it online and know what happened. Um, it doesn't matter, like, what happens with Javi and Lauren, if they get back together in the future. If they don't, he's still going to see this. So that part, I think, because we know Javi. Javi loves being a dad, and I think he's definitely one of the best dads on the franchise. He's very involved. He loves his kids. And he's always talking about his kids. Um, so I think to bring up the fact that he failed as a man example, you know, to be like, this is how you should treat a woman. This is, you know, a family. That was really sad. I think he was a little hard on himself. Um, yeah. I don't think that he failed as a father. I mean. No, yeah. He's a great father. At the end of the day, he's a really great father. Yeah. And he puts his boys first. And I mean, look what he did with Isaac. He took Isaac in. Yeah. Basically loves him as his own. Yeah, he takes him on vacation still. And him and Kale have been divorced for how many years now? He still has a tattoo. I mean, obviously, he's not going to cover up the tattoo, but he has a tattoo of Isaac. And he's Um, even, like, talked about Isaac to us, like, in the most loving way. So he's a great, great dad. So that part was a little, like, I think you're being too hard on yourself. I mean, you know, do I think that maybe you did— I don't want to say he failed. As a, I don't yeah. want to say failed because I, you know, failed's a bad word. Yeah, I don't want to say failed, but I think disappointed. He, yeah, I do think that we're all disappointed. I think your sons are disappointed. Yeah, because Lincoln loved Lauren. I mean, you can tell he loved Lauren. Yeah, he did. Um, and also, Lauren did a lot because she did a lot. She became kind of the stay-at-home mom 
So I'm sure she was helping with school pickups. Like, she was there, I think, like, his last day of school. Like, soccer games, we saw her there. She did. I When I went to go visit them, I mean, she did everything in their house. She had just had Eli, and she was cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, like, she did everything. She yeah. took care of stuff at the gym, at home. I mean, it's just, she decorated a lot of the house. Yeah, which is so nice. I just don't think, I don't, I don't respect this apology to Lauren. Okay. I don't think that he should have done this over social media. I think that you could have sent her this over text, over Instagram, okay. over a phone call. You're obviously going to see – you obviously have seen Lauren because you guys are, I'm sure, doing trade-offs with Eli. Yeah. I just don't think this should have been done on Instagram. I think if you wanted to post that bit about the sons on Instagram, that's fine. Yeah. But I don't think he should have made the apology public like this. I think, to me, I would have respected it – like. I've, Lauren has declined to comment on the situation to us and to, I'm sure, other outlets. Yeah. It's very hard for her. And I feel like she didn't want this to come out, obviously. No one would. No one would. And I feel like the fact that he's now continuing to make it public, continuing to spur headlines, it's like, Mm. you should have kept it private. That's what I think. Yeah. I think, beautiful note, keep it private. I think what he should have done is apologize to... The fan base for mm-hmm. letting them down. I think yes. a very simple, you know, just speak out, kind of get it over with and just be like, you know, I'm sorry I let you down. Like I want to – he can include Lauren. You know, I'm apologizing to my fiance, Lauren. I'm apologizing to my sons and all of you. I'm sorry I let you all down. Um Please respect my privacy. It could have been really short. I agree, too, because I think the fans, when he was going through the kale thing, the fans really supported him. Yeah. And they really lifted him up, and they were really all on his side. I mean, kale yeah. got a lot of bad, you know, S-word for yeah, totally. that situation. And I think that he should have apologized. I think he should have exactly what you said. That's Just like what he a very, done. like, common. It shouldn't have been so, because was, that was a personal I'm sorry. Yeah. I think it was too personal to Lauren, too long to be on his Instagram page. Yes, it was way too personal, too long. Um, it, it was like almost like like reading it. It's like cheesy almost. Yeah, I think also the it could have just been, you know, just I want to apologize to my family, my friends, my fans for letting everyone down. You know, that's it. That's all he really had to say. But um, yeah, I guess it was caught up in feelings or something. I don't know. But it was beautifully said. You know, beautifully written. I just think send that via text. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, you know, we've had Javi on the podcast before. Um, yeah, a bunch I've, of times. He was know, our first guest. Yeah. I mean, you know, everyone makes mistakes. We're, yeah. I'm sure this will be a wake up call for him and he'll won't do it again. Yeah. Um, so we just want to wish him, Lauren, Eli, Lincoln, and Isaac the best. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course. You know, hopefully they can just, you know, keep fighting yeah. for the happy ending, no matter what it is. Yeah. You know, just gather apart. Yeah. Just kind of, you know, figure it out privately, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and just kind of put the kids first. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's something I think maybe Javi learned through Kale is mm-hmm. just put Lincoln first, yeah. you know, put the kids first. So, yeah. So we'll just keep them in our thoughts. Yes. On this week's Teen Mom Tease, Amber Porwood is in a nasty custody battle with her baby daddy, Andrew Glennon. This came after she was arrested for domestic violence against him on July 5th. He filed to have their one-year-old son, James, relocated to California, where he is from. Obviously, she has these two huge court battles that she's dealing with right now. 
Check with RadarOnline.com and OKMagazine.com for updates on both of them. Well, everyone, that is all we have for this week's episode. Make sure you check back next week for even more Team Mom drama. Bye! Bye.